Welcome to the Phil's Landscaping Podcast, where we cover everything landscaping to help you consistently kick the day's ass. What's up, guys? Welcome to the very first Phil's Landscaping Podcast. I am Phil, the host of the Phil's Landscaping Podcast, and I am here with my co-host, John. John, say what's up to everybody. Let's go! Podcast number one! Are you ready? Are we ready to do this? I'm ready to go. Let's go, baby. Phil has had a, a we've had this dream. We've had this dream of a podcast uh, uh, for for Phil's landscaping for some time, and um, you know, uh, here in the basement, we are we are launching launching out into the new frontier. How does it feel? You know, it feels great. I just did my very first podcast. On John's podcast, actually. So I got about 25 minutes of practice doing podcasts. So here we are. I'm going to launch my own. Phil's, a, Phil's now a pro. That's what we said after we were done. We're like, you're a professional. This is going to be great. And and so, uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, what are the what are the goals we're going to have for, for the Phil's Landscaping podcast? Uh, I know we want to have consistent content and and, and, and whatnot. But what are kind of some goals you got, Phil? So our goals basically have something plugged into your head while you're mowing, doing work. Maybe if you're not in the landscaping industry and you like listening to Phil Isaacson, you can also listen to that. But our goals is to um, give something for guys to listen to out in the field while they're cutting grass. I mean, there aren't enough lawn care podcasts. And I mean, I have learned a lot of lessons along the way um, about the things that you should do in uh, landscaping slash business world. And um, I've, I've had successes, I've failed. And uh, I want to share my story with guys, uh, interview guys in the industry and see kind of like what other guys are doing, how they're similar to my business, maybe piggyback off of each other, and then share that with our audience. And um, we're just going to have an awesome podcast, basically. So <laughs> That's good stuff. So, so it I, I, sounds like we're selfish, self-selfish, selfless, selfless. That is Phil, selfless collaboration with other landscapers and to give, give people something to listen to while they're while they're at, while they're at work and to inspire maybe exactly you know people that continue to get great and be great at, at landscaping tell us a little bit about uh how you got into you know phil's landscaping but also maybe a little bit about your upbringing you know we did we had a great chat and uh i learned a ton about phil and and i'm i'm just excited for his audience uh you guys are gonna are gonna get a treat uh, in the Phil's Landscaping Podcast to learn more about, you know, Phil's heart for uh, for doing the right thing, for working hard, and for helping others, uh, and, and certainly at getting better at his craft of landscaping. So tell us a little bit about that. All right. So to start it out, um, my name is Philip, Philip Isaacson. Um, I'm 25 years old. I've lived in Bothell, Washington my whole life. Um, I got a mom, a dad, and a brother, and two cats. One's named Kevin, one's named Kobe. And Kobe is black, 
like uh, the Black Mamba Kobe Bryant, Kevin. Uh, I was really into Kevin Durant at the time, so that's, uh, that's where he got his name from, KD. Um, so anyways, that's kind of uh, where I'm from. Did you play a little basketball growing up? Yes, yes. Um, I, uh, I played sports growing up. I've always been into sports. I played uh, basketball ever since I was in uh, first grade, taking that basketball to, to school with me every day. Um, started out playing soccer because my mom wouldn't let me play football. And then um, she finally let me play Bothell Junior Cougar football. And uh, that's another uh, part of kind of my success, I guess you could say, is like one of my uh, football coaches in uh, from Bothell High. His name is Tom Boehner. And uh, that guy, he uh, teaches young guys like myself uh, how to do the right thing and the wrong and uh, stay away from the wrong thing. It's called being one and O. Oh. Mm. So um, I've like, to be honest, I had to stop playing football my junior year because I got too many concussions. So um, I retired from football. But, you know, I've always remembered like the uh, the one and O oh mentality. The one and O oh mentality is not not giving up doing the right thing and like being honest with yourself your coach your mentor and your friends um Hmm. so i've kind of taken those things and tried to encourage that in my business and it it's definitely helped us make good progress so far so every time you go out and hit a lawn be one and oh yeah if you if you feel lazy, you don't hit that last bed when you should be raking those landscape beds. That's not one and You didn't go one and out. So. so I got a question on basketball front. How often when you guys are out on a, on a job and you see a basketball hoop, do you sneak a few shots <laughs> in? We definitely um, shoot the basketball around. Uh, there is a little segment on my Instagram over the summer that was called the shot of the day. So we were shooting baskets off of the uh, lawnmower, the trailer, the truck. Uh, I'd hit a couple three pointers, but uh, we took a uh, maybe four or five uh, Snapchats of that so until I got a swish. But yeah, that's awesome. Twenty five. He went to the school of geniuses, Bothell High School. Uh, also, my alma mater. Just a few years, uh, a few years in front of Phil like uh, 15 and uh but so tell us more about and in case you're not familiar bothell is one of the greatest cities god ever gave us okay so i just want to let let our, let, let our listeners know be aware of that fact um what would you say uh you know as you grew up as a kid were some of your biggest influences and inspirations you know that brought you to this point so some of my biggest inspirations the first one would probably have to be my dad. Um, he was uh, he was definitely a hard ass on me. It taught me how to work. Um, it all started out by picking up your Legos because he he steps on them and he gets mad. Um, but uh, it all carried on like our work ethic, like picking up our clothes after ourselves you know just like doing the right thing and like 
nobody's going to get the work done for you. You got to get it done yourself. And sometimes you got to, you got to sacrifice doing other things to get something done. And, um, so it's hard work, sacrifice, doing the right thing. You learn all, you learned all that from your dad. Yes, sir. And you have uh, who else is in your family? My mom, my mom, Tracy has always kind of been like the soft teddy bear that you lean back on her like you're hungry at night and you're like, hey, mom, I need a sandwich. She's like, oh, okay, let me make you one, blah, blah, blah. Um, But she supported me in pretty much everything I've done, like through whether it was sports, driving us to school. Um, She was at every single game, same with my dad. Um, they've pretty much just always been my biggest cheerleaders and, uh, I've, I've had to make some changes and they've been nothing but happy with me. And like, I'm just like, so happy that I'm like pleasing my parents now. And they're just like, so pumped about what I'm doing and like the direction that my life is going in now. Tracy is a, is I had a chance that she took us to and from the airport. Yeah. To the uh, what was the name of the launch? Launchpreneur Academy. Yeah, Launchpreneur Academy. So Live. maybe there's a few out there, a few few fellow Launchpreneur Academy attenders out there. Shout out. Um, what other? Uh, so what activities would you guys do to to learn hard work and and to learn to sacrifice? You know, doing the thing you want to do for. We're doing the thing that had to get done and and also this idea of it sounds like honesty or doing the right thing like what let me hear a little bit about you know some of the stories that you had growing up i know you told me uh, i learned about or i was reminded actually my aunt uh, also was a pk pastor's kid and uh your dad was a pastor so tell us a little bit about that tell us tell us what some of the experiences were that caused you to learn the hard work you know how to sacrifice and do the right thing no matter what. So being a pastor's kid, um, there there's a lot more responsibilities that or things that have to get done at the church other than just going on Sunday morning. Like we got vacuuming, we got clean toilets, we got to fold bulletins, we got to print bulletins, we got to have uh, some food after church. And then somebody has to take care of the landscaping outside of the church. So um, I learned this from my aunt, my dad's oldest sister, that my dad did not really like to do a ton of yard work. So the yard work part of the church building would usually get outsourced to me. Um, So when I was about... 11 to 13 me and another guy because we ran the sound in the church we also became the church landscapers so i was out there mowing the lawn every saturday blowing off the parking lot to have the church building looking good all the time other things had to be sacrificed so my friends their their parents like they had a good paying job like they didn't have like their own business or their own church to that they were responsible for so my friends were going to the beach they were going to houghton 
doing whatever kids do, but I had a responsibility to like take care of things around the church. And um, so, but anyways, that's kind of what got me started in doing uh, lawn care and landscaping. Um, so before you know it, I was kind of in charge of taking care of the whole thing. It would look like terrible without me. Um, he had uh, kind of a side a side hustle thing and we fixed up uh, rental houses together and um, they also had a lawn there. So I got in charge of taking care of these other lawns and before you know it, I was 13 years old. My mom was driving me around to all these different places on a Saturday and I was taking care of like six or seven uh, different properties. And uh, I think for my age, they looked pretty good. But um, that's really uh, what kind of got me started, and um, I learned a lot. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and I got a couple of fun questions for for our audience, guy Phil. What would you tell us about your favorite school where you got the four GPA? Not not the college, not the high school. We didn't have four there, did we? No. Where did you get your four so I got a 4.0 in the YouTube University. Um, YouTube U. Yes, sir. And what did what what did you learn when you you kind of had this dream of of uh, doing Phil's landscaping? Uh, you've described it many times as just kind of this vivid dream and passion, really, of of doing landscaping as a as a as a business. Um, where was the first kind of place you looked and? And what was, you, you kind of still remember the first kind of YouTube you saw and, and what else did you, you know, watch to get you kind of informed about landscaping? Right. Um, so let's take one step back before I got to YouTube University. I was actually at North Seattle Community College doing, I, I was going there for a degree that I thought I wanted to do because they made $80,000 a year. And I was like, oh man, if I could just make $80,000, I'll get a hot wife, I'll be rich, man. Everything's gonna be awesome. <laughs> but I realized I was I was two credits away from getting this degree too. And we were, I was gonna repair ultrasound equipment um, because my mom works for a medical equipment company and I could easily get my foot in the door there. Um, I realized I did not want to do this job and I was doing lawns and stuff on the side, like other, other, uh, like landscaping cleanup jobs and stuff. And I had a couple hiccups in the road and bottom line, I decided I wanted to start my own business, um, I was already taking care of these rental properties. I was taking care of my church and a couple other ones. And I thought, hey, you know, like, I think I might be good at this and uh, I might be able to, like, start a business. I think I'm going to call it Phil's Landscaping. And then um, that's really uh, where it came out. So I I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a business telling everybody in Bothell, I'm going to start a business, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be called Phil's Landscaping. Who believed you? Who believed you are going to be able to do this? 
Probably just you. Yeah, just me. I was like, we're going to have big trucks. We're going to haul big trailers. And it's going to be huge. And uh, so, anyways, a, a lot of people thought I was crazy. They were like, all right, yep, yep, yep. Good good job, Phil. Like, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We so, gonna see. Um, but anyways, I one night I was in my room, uh, looked up YouTube because uh, I, I would watch things that just wasted time on YouTube. So I I typed in how to start a lawn business. So I get on there and uh, the first thing that pops up, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, how to start a lawn business. And um, basically what I learned from that is like, you got to get, you get cards, you, you go around and you hustle and you never give up. And that's like, the number one thing that I learned from those videos. Yes, you can make flyers, you get business cards, like there's there's tons of things to do, but really the most important thing to do is to just start and like mm, that's so good. If you just start, then nobody can say anything about it. Like cause you're doing something that you want to do. And um that's awesome. That's good stuff. And, uh, you know, I imagine there's going to be, uh, you know, some of the guests like Phil talked about, well, there's going to be a lot of folks who just who had a dream of starting a, a landscaping company. And, and maybe that's you uh, right now and listening to this is, is your mow edging and blowing. That's what Phil's hat says on it, mow edge blow. And uh, I got a couple of other questions, Phil. What's your favorite pre-lawn mowing lawnscaping drink when you when you stop off at the chevron what do you what do you what's the cold beverage if you could get your beverage of choice in your hand what would it be you know i get i go to the store in the morning and i get two rock stars so um, what flavor does it matter the cheapest one you see no or? it's the it's the total zero one the silver the white and silver can got 250 milligrams of caffeine and that's 130 more than in a normal can so if you drink two of those you're on one for the day get some party going (laughs) okay so you just crushed the day so so now you've drank a couple rock stars and you've just crushed a ton of lawns and and uh you and you you done you just dumped it and uh and you're heading to go clean up what would be your prime meal where would you go what would you eat like if you could just eat anything every there's so many so so what would be what's your what's your favorite this last week this last week i've been eating a lot of ranch burgers Ooh, the ranch a little bit too many Little plug for the ranch. The ranch has got some good food and bottle, but you know they're a customer too, right? Yep, yep. So you got to support. We take care of all of the owners of the ranch, current and previous owners. Yeah, see, they're big supporters. One of them was the first customer. So hey, listen, listen. Here's what else I know about Phil that I really like. He. He's got, he's got, he's got, he remembers all of the doubters, okay? He still remembers, is that right? I, st- I still have doubters, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to mention them by name, but I, 
I know who they are and I just hear the stuff that comes out of their mouth. Nothing but negative stuff. Yeah, so, go ahead and throw us a one-star review, okay? All the haters, go ahead and show your we face love on it. the review. We love it. What would be, if you're listening, say you got the Bose, what do you roll with? What do you roll with out there, Bose headphones? Yeah, we were rolling with Bose right now, but you know, it's it's going to be switching to ISO tunes. Okay, so... I'm actually going to be buying a pair of ISO tunes for each one of my helpers right now for Christmas because there's a deal going on. You get buy one, get one free. So Hey, so hit, hit, hit Phil up if, if you're looking for the BOGO. What would be your favorite song? What song comes on and it's just a banger when you're out there and you're like, I can move a little quicker now. Is it what or is it is it a particular band like ACDC? I know Phil likes ACDC Thunder. We we thought about introing with the Thunder music and then we we heard we would probably get sued. So we decided Possibly. we decided to try a different approach. We hope you enjoy the intro. But what what would it be? Um, you know, uh this year i've been listening to a lot of juice world <laughs> john doesn't know what juice world is but he's a i might be too rapper. old i might be too um, old and you know like some people may not want to hear that i listen to that but um i listen to a lot of country too um but really uh probably more this year than ever before i've been listening to podcasts when I'm out in the field, because like you just click into a podcast, you're listening to the podcast. It really doesn't even phase you that you're at work and you're learning while you're doing it. So, uh, shout out, uh, green industry podcast, uh, Fullerton unfiltered, um, Brit Dowd, long care leaders, uh, long care business success. I uh, listen to all you guys, so, um, and that has kind of encouraged me to start my own podcast. Um, it may be a little bit different than all of your guys's, but you know, uh, everybody, everybody has their own jam. So I'm going to start my own and, uh, see where it goes. Uh, that's kind of how my Instagram started. I just started it with one picture and are getting close to 6,000 followers. Um, For a so, landscaping company. So that somebody is likes awesome. what we're doing. So That's right. That's right. Somebody does. It, you, know, I, you know, a couple other couple other things. We're getting to know Phil today. Let's go back to the haters for a sec. Okay, let's, let's go back to the haters for a sec. So, um, you know, I remember, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reminisce for a second too. I was... Uh, I was voted uh, most visits to the uh, principal's office uh, by my senior class. Most visits to the uh, dean of students, actually, uh, for my senior year. But I was also voted most likely to become president. It was the only two things I wanted. Can you imagine that dichotomy? Uh, you know, I went to my 20-year reunion, and, you know, sure enough, I was, I'm a pre- I've been the president of a few things. Uh, but you know what else? I've also gotten in a little bit of trouble. So I think, you know, part of it is guys like, you know, Phil talked about a couple of hiccups. So we're going to go to the haters. We should go to the hiccups too. So I had a couple of hiccups, a couple of bumps in the road. I had a couple of bumps in the road. There's something, you know, that, that I think that f- people are attracted to with Phil. Uh, and if you get to know Phil or you, you already do know Phil, you, you'd learn this, um, is that he, uh, he's a straight shooter. 
you know, and, and uh, he'll tell you how he's feeling and he'll tell you what he's thinking. And you know what? Uh, everybody doesn't always like uh, to hear um, what I'm thinking or feeling either. And so there's haters. And they're like, I don't know about that, Phil. You know, he shoots his mouth off and says he's going to do this and that and the other. But you know what? Phil's doing it. Phil's doing it. That's what I got to say to the haters. Phil is doing it. And you know what? If you're going to be great, you're going to face hate. If you're going to be great at anything, you're going to face hate. And so uh, what were the things, though, that they hit the bumps in the road? Like what were some of the, the, the what were the ways in which you how you kept moving forward because a lot of people have pickups and they they get real close to a degree or they thought they were going to do something and then they they decide to go do something else or they quit on their goal they quit on their dream and then they don't have a new direction and they don't have something that they go all in on like you did like what were the things that kept you motivated the haters for sure the chip on the shoulder just prove people that you are worth it i love that and if anybody's listening and that's you mowing the lawn right now and, and that's you, lean into that. But what else? What were the, the, the things that kept you going? Well, I mean, in in high school, I was, I was good at like two things or maybe three things. I was good at uh, like lifting weights, uh, playing football, playing basketball, hanging out with friends, and extracurricular activities outside of school. I got called dumb a lot. So when you when you hear from your peers at school, like Phil is so dumb, like he sucks at Model UN, or like this guy cannot pass a test without looking at my freaking test. Um, I've just been told that by so many people, and like. That's why I wanted to go to college and get that job for like $80,000 and prove everybody wrong. But really, how I'm, how I'm doing that now and what really motivates me to start my business, crush my business, and help others do the same thing is like all the doubt that everybody had in me back in the day and some people still do like I'm all in on my business all I think about all I care about all I want to do is grow my business grow myself hear the voice of the Lord and follow that and um, no matter what there's always somebody that wants to tell you you know that was a dumb idea you shouldn't have bought that stupid Duramax it's a piece of junk or like, but who cares? Like, do you? And that's what I'm doing. Um, not, not to say that I know how to do everything or I'm the best. But or you know whatever. how to be Phil. I know how to be Phil. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to be Phil 24 seven all the time. You know what they used to call uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Zuckerface. <laughs> <laughs> You know what he calls them all now? Poor. Okay. <laughs> you know what these call Bill Gates? Four eyes. <laughs> you know what he's got now? He's got four eyes looking at you anytime you come within a hundred yards of his property. People, I was Adrian and I, my wife and I were at Chris Rock, uh, and he talked about uh, they were going to this school, 
and it was a private school, and they said, we have a zero bullying policy. He goes, that's bullshit. We're leaving. And, uh, and his wife's like, what do you mean? He goes, the world needs bullies. I need my kids to be tough. Because if you can get through the bullying, you can handle anything. And Phil is a, a living, you know, example. I, I too had some, I had a lot of that stuff, you know. Uh, I still remember some of the kids' names, uh, who, uh, who, who were mean to me or who pushed me down or, or who, who were jerks to me. And, and it, it motivated me too. And, uh, my dad left when I was young and that motivated me. But yeah, I love that idea of, uh, just doing Phil. And so I'm confident that this will be, uh, you know, this podcast will be a venue for any question. There's probably no question Phil won't answer. Is that true? That's totally true. No question Phil won't answer. And and I watch him on Instagram uh, constantly answering and, and collaborating and chatting with guys about different products and different uh, ways in which they're, they're, they're hitting the landscaping and they're hitting the work. And uh, it's inspiring to me. Uh, to see the level of effort that he puts into his craft, but also that's just one piece of it. The fact that he wants to give back and be part of a community, really, uh, and mentioning all those other podcasters that are out there in this space. Um, uh, we truly hope that you'll continue to join us on this journey uh, of the Phil's Landscaping Podcast. Anything else you want to throw, throw to the listeners before uh, we exit our first ever phil's landscaping podcast uh i just want to say thanks for listening and um buckle up because this is going to be a a real hitter podcast we're strap gonna get, in we're going to get some good guys on here from uh, my local community um i got lots of friends in the industry so um we're going to be reaching out to quite a few guys getting them on here hearing their story and um what they do in their business for success and how we can all learn from everybody else in the industry and really kick the day's ass. Yeah, let us know. Let us know if there's anybody that uh, you think would be great to have on too, right? We will Absolutely. love that. We will, we, will, we will extract all the knowledge we can from all the best we can on the Phil's Landscaping Podcast, and it couldn't start out any better than with Phil himself. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Podcast number one. In the books.